Welcome to the podcast, Vaginas and Vertebrae, where two doctors talk all about down there topics that seem to be overlooked. Whether it be mindset, body image, self-love, or medical questions, we dive deep into all aspects of being female. Dr. Madeline is a chiropractor who is on a mission to inspire women to reconnect to their bodies and reclaim their power. Dr. Kaylee is a pelvic floor physical therapist, spreading the truth that your vagina is magical. And as a woman, you deserve to rid of all the shame, guilt, and fear, limiting you from stepping into your boss bitch self. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thank you so much for your support of our podcast, Vaginas and Vertebrae. Please understand that all of the information, whether it be by Dr. Kaylee, Dr. Madeline, or our guest, is all solely based on personal and professional opinion. Nothing that we say or give information on should be utilized in place of any medical advice that has been given to you. If you are experiencing any medical symptoms, signs of issue, or dysfunction, please make sure that you follow up with your physician and make sure you are following all of the plans of care. We are not saying that we have a physician-patient relationship with any of our listeners, so therefore we do not have any liability with what you do with the information that you gain from this podcast. Thank you so much again for listening, and we're super excited that you were just so chill, and you're ready to learn, and you're ready to listen to the way that we feel about what's going on in women's healthcare. All right. Welcome to Vaginas and Vertebrae. I'm going to say take 226 and being completely honest here, Dr. Madeline and I, if any of you follow me on Instagram, I am at postpartum underscore physio. I shared this morning that we actually tried to record our podcast earlier and my internet went out and then we lost the recording, but here we are. We're here again. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And I am Dr. Kaylee. Dr. Madeline. And we're super excited to be here. And I, you know, it's, it's always funny to me when things like this happen and Madeline, you can probably weigh in on this because I almost always have situations like that, where I lose a recording or internet goes out on the days where like, I literally just need to slow down. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And I think it's tied into what we're going to talk about too. Um, We're going to be talking about like, you know, a more alternative approach to healthcare and like holistic treatments, energy healing, things like that in our own experiences. And I always like to remind myself that when I'm phased with or faced with a situation where it feels like I can't do anything to control it and the universe is just against me, I realize that that is always my chance to step back and learn a lesson within that moment. Yeah, I agree with that. As as hard as it can be, it's easy to get pissed off and you're still allowed to get pissed off, but usually there's something there. I know sometimes I'm like, why universe all the way home yesterday after I lost like the recording and everything I was driving home and I was like, why, like, what kind of lesson is it when I lose a recording? And also, by the way, I lost a couple of the videos that I had yesterday, had to do a lot of my telehealth on the phone. Like it was just this whole mess of like technology. Um, but it was interesting because I woke up this morning. I was just telling Madeline before we hopped on the podcast, I slept for like 12 hours And now I woke up and I'm like, bring it on. I can figure out anything now. And it was my chance to literally step back and recognize I was doing too much. And my energy was just weighed down and I wasn't allowing myself to be the light that I typically am. So I think that that's kind of a cool lesson, but uh, Madeline, I'm going to let you share your experience first with your energy healing process and all of those things. And then we'll kind of start the conversation. 
All right. Yeah. I thought this would be cool to share. I was talking to somebody else about an experience I just had. And, you know, I was like, I don't feel like, I don't know, we don't talk about it enough or (laughs) whatever, but I'll tell you, like, in terms of like energy healing, like with being a chiropractor, I remember being in chiropractic school and like, there is a certain type of technique that some chiropractors use called network and it's energy. And like, I remember talking about in school with, of course, like then we all were like, that shit is crazy. Like, come on. Like anyhow. And I think like a lot of it boils down to like, it's harder for us to understand and it's not as tangible with it being energy. So we question some of those things a lot more, but um, I fully believe in energy. I know that we have energy in us and we're made up of all these different cells and we're affected by different things in the, in the environment and world and all that. So, um, I think just more on my healing journey, of course I had become more open to it. And I had done like Reiki in the past. I've had some Reiki sessions, which I like, you know, but, um, I had just had this like opportunity kind of presents for, I guess I'll call her energy healer. I should feel like I should ask her what she should or wants to be called, but yeah. And I feel like they all want to be called something different too. And I really need to look into like understanding the differences between them because I've seen like chakra healer. I've seen energy healer. I've seen, um, like astrology healers, like all the things. So I agree with that. We should probably start asking. That's just another thing that I've, you know, (laughs) need to be better about. (laughs) I agree. So I don't know how to describe her to people other than I know she does energy healing. And anyhow, I had started, I decided to work with her and she's local to where we're at. And, um, you know, the experience was just like, it just like blew my mind and it was, it was great. It was really hard. It was like all of these things. And it's something I had never experienced before. And so like I said, I've had Reiki, so I'm familiar with like that type of energy work. But when I had met with her, um, we did like a tea ceremony and then there was like some drum, I think like some shaman work and some like cord cutting and stuff like that. And, you know, just, and I tried to just be present in the whole experience and see, like really just trust whatever came up for me and not try to question it. And, you know, I got a lot of like good feedback and information. Like she said things to me that I was like, how the fuck do you know that? Or like, where did that come from? <laughs> like what? And, um, yeah, I think to just, I think honestly, especially in today's world for me, cause you can do a lot of energy work over, like, you don't have to be next to somebody, but I want it to be in the space with somebody. And when I had went, I think just to even like sit across from somebody and have them like see you and hold space for you, I think is needed so much right now. Like, I feel like I was just almost was in tears just because like, you're like slow and you're in a safe space. And this person is like literally there to just see you and help you. Like we don't get that too much anymore, you know, but to just like go through that whole process. And then when I left, like, luckily I did, I always forget, like if, and if you're listening to this and you haven't done energy work, when you do it, like whatever day you do it, like don't have anything else planned. Like <laughs> it just don't, you get to take the rest of the day to yourself. And I um, luckily had not intentionally did that but I was able to come home and like do a beach walk and, um, do a bath and like meditate and stuff like that. And I will be honest, like, you know, I know everybody responds differently to energy work and that's what she had told me as well. And when I first had left, you know, I felt a lot lighter and I felt good. And then when I went to go to bed that night, I had, I had just all of these like unsafe feelings and like very vulnerable and was very uncomfortable. And 
I like didn't sleep well that night at all. And I just kept telling myself like, you're safe, you're okay. And like all these things. And, um, the next day was definitely better for sure. And, um, then the days after that have been better for me thus far. And it's something I'm going to definitely continue to work with her on. But I guess I was just blown away. I literally was like, take my money. Like how much money can I give you? Like when do I get to come back? Because I've, in this process too, I was trying like counseling and all this stuff and it just wasn't resonating with me. But when she saw me, I was just like, oh, this is what I need. Right. And like my soul just, I think responded to it so much. So it was really beautiful. There was some uncomfortable moments for sure. There was lots of tears, but you know, it was, it's, it was it's kind of like a magical, but also like a really shitty experience. Like when you yeah. fully experience it. And I always, um, cause there's a lot of, I think where we are in Tampa Bay, there's actually a lot of like energy workers and like things like that. And it's kind of cool to have conversations with them outside of like their work, because it's interesting to me, the things that I don't even recognize. And, and like, I've always been one to add my own blockages and like add my own, like barriers to like the next step, for instance, and I'll share some of my experience, uh, here in a little bit, but similar to you, like I've had Reiki as well, but I'm curious too, on like that experience for you. So like you had like a tea ceremony and then you had like a drumming ceremony or like a sound, was it a sound bath? Do you know? She didn't do a sound bath. Okay. She did like some, she had like a drum and, you know, was kind of like, I guess singing a little yeah. bit and then like would ask me questions and stuff. Um, so and the, the tea ceremony was, I will tell you, it's like, especially if you're not used to, and I like meditate and stuff, but if you're not used to slowing down, like she, it's literally like, we're going to drink this whole thing of tea. Like it's going to take a little bit and we're not going to talk and we're going to close our eyes. And yeah. So, Uh-oh. So, I would be like, real course, screwed in that situation. <laughs> she pours you the tea and like you're sipping it and she's just taking notes on like whatever's coming to her Yeah, during that process, which she shares with you later. Um, and like, I'm just sitting there and just trying to like meditate essentially and kind of see like what's coming in and out for me. Um, and then I was like, oh gosh, she's done her tea. Should I be drinking faster? And I was like, slow, like all these things. Like I try to respect, like, it's not a fast process. Like she doesn't rush you or anything like that. I think you move at your own pace. And then we had switched, um, like different rooms and stuff to do the other thing and where I got to like lay down and yeah, got asked a lot of questions and yeah, (laughs) that's really interesting. Um, I think too, like, it's, it's really cool what you said about you left there feeling lighter, but then you started to get some of those like uneasy feelings. And I think, I think that's a really natural process for like what we do for work. First of all, we always tell people you might actually get worse before you get better kind of situation. And it's the same as energy, you know? And I think it's really fascinating to me how so many people don't believe in like energy. And I'm like, but you're a ball of energy. (laughs) Like we're literally atoms and we have charges and we're energy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we want to kind of protect that. And I think that it's interesting though, because I think that we also, or what I'm seeing in society is um, a lot of people are loosely like throwing around protecting energy and things like that, if that makes sense. So it's become like this hot topic in a way. And I think for me, when I started to really kind of like recognize the um, benefit of paying attention, I will say is when I feel like I've started to feel like the really intense benefit of just grounding and like learning how to ground myself, because as Madeline can like attest to the work that we do, we hear a lot of heavy things and we hear a lot of really, really hard situations. We hold space for a lot of people. And 
I hear a whole lot of things that like are, they affect me very deeply because I want my clients to be okay. And so learning to ground and learning, um, one of my Reiki masters that I've worked with in the past always called it like my washing technique. So like learning what the opening or accepting energy technique is or ritual is for me before clients come into my office. And also what is my release energy technique when they leave my office? When I started to actually pay attention to those things, huge difference, just in my mood, just in my energy throughout the day, my ability to rest better. And I'll share a little bit more about like insomnia and things like that too, because it's all come around to like my spirit when it comes to those things. Yeah. I know like on our original (laughs) recording that we lost, (laughs) it said like, if you are energy, like worker healer, and you Mm want to be on the podcast, let us know because I do like, I have so many questions, like even after that. And like, you know, I clearly I'm not going to like my space when I'm there and working with her, isn't like, I don't think the appropriate time to ask, but like, I was like, so curious on like, oh my gosh, like, how did you even get into this work? Like, what does it even look? Because it takes, I mean, like, even like, you know, I know like we're both empathetic, like we both like can pick up on different things, but what they do is completely different. It's very special, you know, and, and what they, and I know that they have rituals and stuff to not take on, to, to be there to help you, but not take your stuff on. Because could you imagine that would be a lot of heavy stuff. I'm like, yeah. how do you do this? Because yeah. I think I would leave here crushed like every day, you know, yeah. but um, I think, yeah, it's just so interesting. It's so wonderful though, to know that there are people like that in our, in our world, you know, and I think, um, so I know a shaman and I've worked with a shaman in the past and she like being called a medium and things like that. And like, I think that that would be really cool to have one of you on our uh, podcast, because I am curious about how you take care of yourself. Like what, what do your rituals look like and things like that? Because again, like as clinicians, we have to have our own, but I'm really curious when like your work is literally helping to heal other people's energy. Like, how do you protect your energy? Like, how do you set that, that boundary? But again, that's probably just me not knowing, (laughs) not knowing like how that world works. And I'm, I'd be more curious though, but it's definitely like a life-changing experience. And um, like Madeline already said, like I've had experiences with Reiki and one of the most powerful Reiki experiences I've had was actually when I was in Vancouver, Canada, highly recommend a vacation there for anyone interested. It's pricey, but it's wonderful. Probably my favorite vacation I've ever been on. Um, But Vancouver, it was just this beautiful, like, um, and I'm closing my eyes as I'm saying this, because I just really remember like this studio, you walk in and it was all like very dim light. There were crystals everywhere and you just walk in and feel calm. And I'm going to be the first and be completely honest with you at that time that I went, this was about, I want to say this was like two years ago. Maybe it was three, wait, two or three years ago. Anyways. And at that time, I was not very open to the idea of understanding spiritual healing and like energy healing and things like that. And I don't mean that in a way, it was really just because I've never experienced it. That was really what it was. And so I walked into the studio and the first thing that, um, so she did like tarot cards and she was the Reiki master and things like that. But the first thing she said, she was behind the desk before I even got into the room, she looked at me and she was like, you need to like clear your mind and open your mind. And in my head, I was like, how in the hell did you know that I was like, this is weird. Like, this is all weird. You know what I mean? So she called me out and so I was like, okay. And so we went into this like beautiful room that was looking over like snow-capped mountains and water. It was just wonderful. We laid down and put like the pillows over our eyes. And I, again, did not actually know what Reiki was or Reiki or however you pronounce it. I always pronounce it wrong, but she went around in like the circle. It was a group of us that went and 
I, I don't even know how to like describe it a hundred percent, but all I remember was I was sitting there and all I was focusing on was clearing my mind because there was a sound bath going on in the background and what she was doing based on what she said afterwards was going around to each of us and then like doing her Reiki like session, but I didn't even like feel her presence there. All I started to feel was like this intense, it was like everything in me became cold and I started to vibrate. It was very strange. Uh, I don't think I was physically vibrating like to where people could see that I was doing that, but I just felt everything pulsing. And then I started to have flashbacks about like my sexual assaults and things like that, which again, by the way, those of you that follow me uh, is something that I have not a hundred percent let go of. Don't know that you ever get to that point. It does come up in a lot of different situations in life. Um, but then I remember being so tired after, and like, we all opened our eyes after that experience. That's when she said she was going around. And when she was at me, that's when I like felt that whole situation. And it was very strange. Um, and then from that point on, I started to like experiment. I would call myself like a Reiki hopper. I was like going to everyone that I could find. And I was just curious because I was like, Hmm, Hmm, what will you say? What will you do? And then I started to experience like tarot card readers. And then I started to experience what crystals can do. And I started to learn all of these things, right? By no means I'm an expert. I am like, I don't claim to like be able to heal people's energy. Uh, I think like my whole life, I've had a very intuitive gift. I don't know if that's the same thing, but it is one of those things. And saw a shaman in 2020. It was last year. And we had like this virtual meeting with this shaman. And I will never forget it because I've never met this lady in my entire life. Again, it was another group of girls that we got together. She did a sound healing, which again, totally cold and vibrating. I felt all the pulses in my body. It was the strangest thing. And then was super tired. She told me I needed to eat more like orange foods that my chakra needed it. And it was like very interesting how she was like, cause I was having some issues at that time as far as like my thyroid and like all of these things. And so she was like tailoring my nutrition. It was really cool. And then the part that really got me, my grandfather had passed away last year and so did my grandmother. And I've also lost another grandmother, like a couple years before that. And the shaman was going through this conversation and I, I'm laughing because it was just interesting watching this woman that I've never met in my entire life. Didn't even follow her on social media. She didn't follow me. Like there's no, no way that she would have known who I am. And she was just like, Oh, and she's talking. And in mid sentence, she was quiet. And then she says, and I see, and she said, I started to visualize like this, this young, like this, this rambunctious woman with really bouncy hair and glasses. And she's really excited to see you here. And that's my grandmother, by the way, like she's got a lot of bouncy hair. She's very vibrant. Like I have a lot of energy. Like my grandmother was times 45. And so it was very interesting to hear that. And then she started to bring up some things from like my childhood that I've never told anybody about like certain toys, about certain things. Like my grandfather used to call me peanut. She called me peanut. Like it was the weirdest situation. And yeah. I was like, what in the hell is happening? And that's when I think I was like, Wow. And then as most of you know, cause I've talked about it on this podcast many times, I've struggled with insomnia for a year, all year last year, I started to actually really pay attention to what she had told me and like some of the things and the energy clearing and the energy accepting and like doing all of those things. And I sleep like a charm now because my spirit was awakening is what they were explaining to me. Meaning like I was going through this whole like rebirth in like where I was in life and it was just a really interesting situation. And so that's kind of my experience. And I am still to this day, no idea how she knew any of that, no mm -hmm. idea how all of those things worked. And like, 
legitimately feel so much better about my life. And like, how do you know how my relationship with my mother is? You know what I mean? Like, how do you know that? (laughs) Special people. (laughs) It's very interesting. And I'll also bring up too, there was a massage therapist, actually Madeline, that you uh, recommended I go to, and she turned out to be a psychic. And it was very interesting when I went to her for this massage, like it was, I thought it was just going to be a massage. And I walked in and she was like working on my left shoulder. And she told me that my left shoulder is holding a lot of tension from an argument that I'm having with my spouse. And I was like, how the hell did you know that? I am arguing with my spouse. <laughs> the one that I refer to, because she doesn't tell me stuff like that. You referred me to her like two years ago. Yeah. 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 Um, at Handcrafted Healing, which by the way, highly recommend that place, but it was very interesting. It was an interesting conversation that we had because I was like, how do you know that? It's just been holding out. I know you'll have to tell her like, how do you, why do you tell my friends things? (laughs) It was interesting. She does do like, I know sometimes she'll do Reiki and that's one time I've, I've had it where I was like, oh, this feels great. Like I just got this like wonderful, like calming, very calm, like grounded, sensation. I was like, Oh shit, this is awesome. Like, how do I feel this? Like all the time. I know. I know. It's so cool. And I think too, like, it's just really, uh, I think like sometimes it's hard for me to wrap my head around this because it is so many people don't understand when I start to like talk to them about like the benefits of these things. Right. And that's why I think it would be really beneficial to have one of you come on the podcast. If you're listening, or if you know someone that you work with a shaman Reiki master, let us know, because we would love to be able to kind of have this conversation openly. Um, But it's hard because it's like how much, uh, and I might be like getting on a soapbox here, but you know, let me go ahead. I'm climbing up. Um, how much of the issues that we're dealing with in today's world could actually be healed by actually healing our energy. And I know that that's kind of like a deep concept, but again, like insomnia, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's cured, but I definitely am in a whole different place after learning about like how to work on my own energy and learning about how important that really is. And for me, a lot of that was setting some really strict boundaries. Like I just, I just can't do the things that I used to do because it seeps out the energy of me, right? Because I'm a very much, much so a person. And if you're a client of mine and you're listening, you know, that when you're in the room with me, I give you everything. So you can only imagine that by the end of the day, I have nothing. (laughs) And so I've really had to kind of reverse that and learn how to keep myself full throughout the day so that everyone gets all of that. But so do I, and it just makes me wonder, like, for instance, just something that keeps coming up for me is like the, I get a lot of clients that have dealt with miscarriages. It makes me wonder like how, how much benefit would we get from healing our soul from these deep traumas and these deep fears and these deep anxieties and painful situations that we go through. And I think about like, you know, heartbreaking situations, death and grief and things like that. Like, I wonder why there are so many people resistant to this. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the answer, I think like, clearly, I think the world would be so much more of a healed and better place if we all were conscious of these things and we worked on like our true spirit, because a lot of, I don't know your experience too, but like when they're doing some of this thing, like work and interaction, like it's not just like this lifetime. So then I guess it gets into like, whatever, if you believe in this or not, but like, this is like other lives maybe that are like entwined and still the one that you're living, you know, an ancestral type of like work. So 
I mean, we're so connected, but like so disconnected from that part of our lives and our, I think us as humans and that it's so beautiful that we do have that. But for some reason, I think, which, and I can get like, it's, I think it's scary to do some of that work and it's hard and it doesn't feel good, you know, and, or maybe like you might be presented with stuff, which I do think if you're in a session and it's presented to you, it's probably at a point that you somewhere are ready to hear it and and feel some part of it or something like that. Like, I don't think it's necessarily going to be presented if you're just not open to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like as humans, we're connected in certain ways, but we really just don't do the work on that. Yeah. But if we did, I mean, this world would be so different if we did. I know. It's I, I mean, of- I just imagine like happy people, loving exactly. people, you know, we wouldn't be as broken. We just wouldn't be. Yeah. Because we would know that like, we are, we are what we need. Mm-hmm. And then I think we would just spread that love around and we would be healing ourselves versus really hurt people yeah. trying to find their way through the world without any help. There's something magical about like knowing and recognizing the thought, and it's kind of crazy and you're right. It probably is kind of scary. It might be even a little scary to me, like thinking that I'm literally like energetically connected to everyone. Like that's kind of a weird concept. (laughs) Like if I think about that, I think about people that I've had conversations with all over the world and I do meditations for clients and people. And, um, I say meditations, prayers, things like that, where I will sit in quiet and I will think about that person and I will think about like their healing and things like that. And it makes me like, think like, no wonder, no wonder, like things are like better off in those situations when we're able to recognize the power of that and think about collectively how much more love there would be in the world and how much less pain there might be if we learn how to really like drive like within and recognize how powerful we are. Like, that's such a cool concept to think about. Mm-hmm. I think we're in like just immensely so powerful in that that realm and whether I don't know like I mean there's so many different theories on why maybe it's been like kind of downplayed or not important or try to disconnect oh, yeah. you from that you know but I think there's just so much power in that and that's one of the reasons why maybe yeah. some of this stuff hasn't been more mainstream and presented um but I think if you're you're ready for it and you're open that it's a magnificent journey to take, you know, and I don't know, I would, I couldn't imagine where I would be without doing this stuff. I know. I know. I think about, I would not be who I am. I would not be as happy or I just know I wouldn't be like, I, I feel like I would have this less sense of purpose and, and the world it's big and it's awesome. And there's all this opportunity and we can do so much, but I think like we all just at the end of the day have this, want and need to understand where we belong in it and what that purpose is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and again, like people say this all the time, like everybody desires belonging. Right. And I know for me, like I am a natural isolator and I mean that in the nicest way possible. I love all of my friends. Many of you listen to this podcast. I love you all, but I am a natural like person that really does strive to be that I recharge by myself. Right. And so like what I've been trying to do though, with that is I recharge by recognizing where my, um, and, and one of the people that I've worked with in the past has told me that it's kind of like holes in my energy field. I've started to recognize where things are leaking, meaning I'm leaking out like energy to things that are not 
and I hate to say worthy of my time, but are not benefiting because of my time is a better way to say that. And so I've been really doing a lot of work recently about that. And Madeline can vouch for the fact that I am a natural overworker and I will leak all the energy until I literally pass out because it's just who I am or who I think I am. And so I've been really working on that space. And it's been kind of funny because I just, I just feel better. Like, I feel like I can envision like myself having these patches all over my body, which I think everybody has patches all over their body because we all leak things, right? We all have trauma. We all have like guilt, shame, fear, sadness, loneliness. We all experience those feelings. And it's interesting because I just visualize like these rag dolls watching or like walking around the earth with like all these patches, but smiling because we're working on it and we're working through mm-hmm. it and we're recognizing yeah. how important it is to find humans in our life that build up our energy and they don't make us leak our energy. And I'm starting to recognize the importance of that in work and in social media and in my daily life. And I think that that's such a cool thing because like, again, I, like Madeline said, like I would probably be miserable if I didn't focus on these things because I would be trying way too hard to please everyone. And I would be leaking everywhere. (laughs) It's crazy. Not leaking urine. I can fix that but it is exhausting. Yeah, that one you're good at. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> you don't have to pee yourself. Um, no. Yes. So wow. Um, there's a lot of different other directions we can go on this, but I love this episode. This is such a cool episode. Um, thank you for sharing your experience too, Madeline. I think that that's a really powerful kind of situation. I think it's interesting that both of us are kind of on the same journey too, where now when we think about healing, we are going more of the route of like, what do I need right now? Like, what, what does my energy need? How do I protect myself? How do I protect my energy? And I always like to remind myself of how, like, we have to protect our hearts and our energy and we can't allow ourselves to go down paths that are really just like draining us because it's not going to benefit us for the future because we're here for such a powerful reason And we have to recognize that. And each and every one of us have such a beautiful reason to be here. And I think the incredible part is always recognizing that and then being able to like work on ourselves to be that human. Yeah, I agree. We all have a purpose. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, I know. Well, good. I am going to end the episode here before I go on and on and on because Madeline caught me after I had my morning coffee and I can talk about things for 16 hours if I choose to do so. We all know I don't know how to not talk. So the tea ceremony, I need to try this because I don't know that I can make it through the whole thing um, because I'm the worst at like situations where I'm not allowed to say something. (laughs) So I believe in you. I think you could do it. I probably could if I'm able to like get into the space, right? So we'll see, but mm-hmm. all right, friends. Thank you so much for joining us for another wonderful episode of Vaginas and Vertebrae and happy April. And we will see you next week. Bye.